Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Welcome to Terry's Songwriters Show. This week in the show we have Dirty Spurs but from their first song, Sweet Secrets. Seekers, I've with me on the show today with the name of Samuel Waters. So, welcome aboard, Samuel. How are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you, Terry. I'm actually in self isolation because my partner's got COVID. So, um, yeah, we're just hanging out at home for 10 days. Oh, fair enough. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, which is, um, yeah, I think everyone else is doing it these days. So, tell us a little about yourselves and Dirty Spoons. How long have you been songwriters now? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, well, Dirty Spoons is a project I'm doing with a friend of mine called um, Simon Sweetman, and um, we've just been—we're a very new act. We've just been sort of playing together for the last—came uh, together sort of last end of last year. So it's a pretty, pretty new thing. Uh, just the two of us were a duo, um, and just starting to try and get out there and play some of our songs. Um, I, myself, I've been a songwriter for quite a while. I think the first song I wrote was probably back in like 1992 or 93, something like that. Um, a two-chord song called "Trapped in a Cave." Um, but it's only been really, I think, the last five or so years that I've that I've really started getting back into it and started sort of writing songs that I've been happy with actually sharing with people and and, and playing to people. And that's when I moved back to Sydney. I moved back to New Zealand from Sydney, uh, middle of last year. And that's when Simon and I hooked up again, and we've and we've started getting together as Dirty Spoons. So yeah, hopefully 2022 we'll be able to get around and do a bit more. Fantastic, that's really great. You've been together since um, on and off since when you were songwriting since I only turned you got back with Simon Sweetman. That's really good. And what really inspires you to write songs like Sweet Secrets and the rest of them? Well, firstly, I think it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, I, I I work most for the last sort of twenty or so years. I've, I've worked like office jobs, you know, so pretty pretty boring stuff. But um, writing songs kind of gives me that creative sort of 
outlet. Um, so I really get a kick out of just picking up a guitar and trying to come up with a song idea or something. Um, as far as what inspires me, like I don't, I'm not very good at writing, you know, I guess your traditional themes like love songs or you know, protest songs or stuff like that. Um, my songs are a little bit more random. Um, wrote, wrote a song recently called Jim the Fisherman and that came about by me just walking behind the Niwa complex one day and there's a bunch of dudes down there every morning fishing but they never seem to be catching much. So I just wrote a song about that. Um, oh, right. So yeah, just kind of <laughs> weird, weird themes, you know, not, yeah, just anything that comes to mind really. All right, so you sort of whatever comes to you, so to speak, amongst those lines, do you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've got a, we've got another one called Tree Goblin, which one day uh, an old friend of mine um, and I were just having some beers in the backyard and we noticed someone had made like a paper mache sort of creature sitting up in the tree. So called that the Tree Goblin and wrote a song about it. So yeah, you know, just sort of whatever circumstances lead to these sorts of things, yeah. Gotcha. All right, we'll get your second number now, which is called Gone Fishing. Now, what's the reason behind this song? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Jerry. Um, this song's about internet dating, um, and it's it's kind of a short story idea. Um, I, I, some, sometimes when I'm writing songs, I like to do like a short story and put it to music, so, you know, it's like the beginning, the middle, the end. Um, so that's kind of that, that, the idea behind this one. The inspiration for it came from an actual Tinder date I went on um, with one young lady, and she had the line in, in her profile that said she was dynamite with a laser beam, and I really loved that. Obviously, it's the Freddie Mercury lyric, but I really liked that line, and I thought, oh, that'd be a fun thing to use in a song, and that's kind of where the song came about. Um, this song doesn't really have a chorus. Um, not Actually, I don't really write many songs that have choruses, um, so it's just got kind of like three or four verses that sort of zip along pretty quickly. Um, but what Simon and I did with this one, we kind of got together and I, I wanted to do something in the middle of the song that mixed it up so it wasn't just, you know, verse, verse, verse. And we kind of came up with an idea of ripping off like the old R&B songs where they have that sort of spoken word part in the middle. You know, oh, yeah. The guy with, in the band with the deepest voice would say, hey baby, I really love you. Um, I kind of wanted to do something like that. So Simon kind of helped me do this little spoken word piece. It's very short, but it's in the middle just to mix the song up. But um, yeah, this one's a lot of fun to play. Cool, and without further ado, we just heard it not so long ago, so let's take it away. This first song is called Gone Fishing. It's about the wonderful world of internet dating. Cafes, occasional 
one particular little guy, he followed it up with a text message that says, Dear Lorraine, I really love that first day. And I'd be so stoked if I could be your mate, i.e. your life partner. Spoons. We've gone fishing. Now it's quite an interesting song about you know internet dating and places and something like that. So um, I must say, well done to you, my friend. That's really good there. So um, yeah, so there you have it. Well done. Oh, okay. Thank you, Terry. That's okay. My pleasure. So um, who are your musical influences and who are your favourite artists inspired you to do your songwriting? Oh, cool. Great question. Thanks, Terry. Um, I think what sort of my Early influences would have been like, you know, mid-90s. I, I got really into bands like Nirvana and the Sex Pistols. And, and those are the guys, I guess, that sort of got me interested in learning how to play guitar and make a lot of noise. Um, unfortunately, I could we learned pretty quickly that I was never going to be able to write like a Lithium or a God Save the Queen sort of style song, you know, the big <laughs> rock anthems. Yeah, um, yeah. As much as I'd want to, maybe one day, hopefully one day. Um, but but a little bit later, I started listening to people like Sparkle Horse, like Mark Linkus, who I think is brilliant, and, and bands like Eels and things like that, which are guys that write, I guess, a bit more quirky, sort of low-key songs. Um, oh. And after hearing things like that, I think that maybe made me, me realise, oh, you don't have to write big rock anthems. I can write my quirky little weird songs, and, and there might be a place for them somewhere out there. Yeah. Well, as long as you get a range of influences like Nirvana and the Sex Pistols, Johnny Lydon and crew, or Johnny Rotten, as he used to call himself. So, yes, I can imagine that. And where can people find your music online? Can they find you anywhere? Yeah, we do have a Facebook page. Um, like, like I said to you before, Terry, we're, we're pretty new bands. So we don't really have a lot of stuff up. Well, we don't actually have any music up there at the moment. I think this will probably be the first time these live tracks that you're playing, fan, thank you for doing this. I think these will be the first time we've actually got any music out there for people to listen to. Um, but yeah, we do have a Facebook page. It's just Dirty Spoons Yo. Um, hopefully, we'll get more stuff up there as you know the band continues to grow, and if we can get more gigs and things like that, there'll be more information up there. So yeah, there is a Facebook page, just not a lot on there right now. Cool. There you have it, listeners. You just heard from Sammy Walters of Dirty Spoons himself. He's just he's on the Facebook page, and look out for the space, everybody. Okay, we'll go to your food number now, which is called Jesus Louise. Now that's an unusual title. What's that and the reason behind the song? Yeah, this this song came about again another just a two chord wonder um, where I was just playing around with a couple of chords and then just started kind of coming up with lines and I sort of I don't know it started kind of sounding a bit like a story about Jesus but um, I didn't really want to write that um, and then I guess the more I just played around with it it kind of came up with an idea of that this is just like when you meet a person that knows everything but you know you don't really believe a word they say um, and I just like the the idea of you know if people say oh geez Louise. I kind of like that 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 word, so that, that phrase. So I just changed it to Jesus Louise. Um, again, it's a pretty simple song, but it's quite good fun to play because um, on this one, Simon does some interesting sort of finger drumming. Um, you know, put away the brushes, and he just used some fingering. And it's just quite really kind of gives it like this sort of added, I don't know, texture. Um, so again, really simple song, but quite quite fun for us to play. 
Cool, well without further ado, Dirty Spoons with Jesus Louise, let's take it away. Uh, this next song is a Velvet Underground song that we wrote. It's called Jesus Louise. Jesus Louise, and, um, and there you have it, listeners. Um, quite an interesting song for my say so, which you put together in it. So, top notch to you once again, is Samuel. Well done. Thank you very much, Terry. That's okay. That's really good. So, have you been involved in any other groups besides Dirty Spoons or anything like that? Yeah, the, the first band I was involved with, and I'd love to give a shout out to my friend Justin. Um, we, we're in a band called Larry Davis, and this was like way back in the mid 90s, I think. That was the first band. And um, yeah, we, we really rocked. We actually had a song called Let's Rock. That's how much we rocked. But um, we, ro- we rocked a lot in the rehearsal room. We never really got outside of the rehearsal room, unfortunately. Um, a few other projects and back and forth, but um, I've got involved with a couple of things at the moment. With, one was my sister and brother in law, uh, a group called the Punk Rock Socks. And we're writing um, children's songs, um, sort of basic children's songs, but with a punk sort of style. Mm-hmm. And we make little sock puppets. So if anyone's interested in that, I'll give a shout out to the Punk Rock Socks. We're on YouTube and Facebook, um, kind of educational, but with a bit of a punk rock element. Um, and I'm also involved in a, a, something called Shopping Carts with my little friend Oscar. Um, and we're just writing some stuff at the moment and hopefully um, get something out on Facebook or YouTube or something soon. So yeah, a couple of other projects going on as well as... as um, Dirty Spoons. Fantastic. That sounds all great. You're like, you're like writing for punk flavor with children's songs. That's interesting to hear. I've never heard of so much stuff, and that's something like that in my oh, lifetime. I'll send you a link, Terry. You can check it out when you're, when you're free. Okay. Well, I'll do so in my own good time. There's no problem there. And, um, yeah, what else is there? Um, have you considered, like, to go out a bit more, you know, like, if you can, you know, so yes. 
what was that, sorry, Terry? Have you considered going anywhere else to other places or anything like that? Yeah, totally. I think it's a bit, um, just a bit uh, difficult to play at the moment. So we've, um, I guess, just keeping our ears open for opportunities to play. Um, we, we did a bunch of open mics um, just before things sort of started closing up. So, yeah, keen as to get out there and play, but it's just a bit tricky at the moment. Um, couldn't agree more because I know it's tricky for myself too. You know, like at the time going out and playing the open mics in Wellington, you can't get into doing that. You know, like as well. So, um, it's a shame, but you know, like as well. But we have to do play our part, I guess. But anyway, that's another story. I'll tell you all about that later. So yeah, it'll be quite good. Okay, we'll go to your final original, which is called "Some People Gonna Die." Now, can you tell us what that song's all about? It sounds a bit grim to me. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Terry. Um, yeah, it's got a pretty grim name, and and the subject matter is all about death. Um, but it's kind of an upbeat song. It, it's it's one we really enjoy playing. I think it's the one we've played the most um, out of all of our songs so far. And um, I remember last time we played it, one guy said, "Hey, that's the most sort of um, up tempo song about death I've ever heard." Um, so yeah, it's a kind of little upbeat country ditty about death. Um, and the reason this one came about was. I moved, me and my partner Emily uh, moved back from Sydney to, to Wellington uh, middle of last year and I was kind of writing a pros and cons list about, you know, I, I really like lists, so I was writing a pros and cons list about writing, uh, moving back from Australia to New Zealand and on my list I had one thing was, you know, violent quakes in Wellington versus venomous snakes in Australia and I just liked that that line, the violent, violent quakes and venomous snakes and from there I just kind of ended up writing this whole list of kind of different ways of dying that weren't the norm. Um, and that's uh, how the song kind of came about. And like I said, it's really fun to play. We really enjoy this one. So, yeah. Cool. Grim title, but it's kind of upbeat. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's take it away. Uh, this is our last song. It's called Some People Gonna Die. We got violent quakes and venomous snakes and surgeons' mistakes and those planes are falling from the sky. It's enough to bring a tear to your eye. See, it sucks to say, hey, but some people they're gonna die. They got car crashes and dirty death crashes in the meth lifestyle. All the show shit shit's high. It's enough to make you wonder, you wonder why She sucks to say, hey, some people they're gonna die Give you up and find yourself fearing the news It's enough to give a poor, poor boy the blues And it's enough to make a good, good break Good girl, break down and cry, yeah, that's right. 
Jimmy Spoons, worse, some people going to die. Well, I'm not so sure about that, but you know, like as well, so, but yes, but it all happens, we all got to go sometime, well, so they say, and everything else like that, so yes. So a big Hopefully figure. not today. No, hopefully not today, whatever yeah. it is in these times we're in, I must say, you know, that's just quite good. Yeah. So a big thank you once again for coming on um, this today's afternoon show and um and I uh, wish you all the best of luck between you and Simon Sweetman. Big shout out to him. Please tell him I say hello and everything else. Yep, will do. Thank you very much for having us on, Terry. Pleasure. That, that's okay, mate. And um and I wish you all the best of luck and then um I hope to see you out there when all this pandemic's over. I hope so. Sounds good to me. Okay. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Right. This is Terry Shaw and Terry's Songwriters Show. Tune in more songwriters, but for me. It's goodbye for now. This program is part of the sponsored by the Wonder City Council Arts and Culture Scheme. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.